0: It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in in the end zone? It is caught for the win!
1: So welcome to episode 51 of the Average Cheese Podcast. I'm Dale Lobel. Todd Widener is with me today. Peter Jones, we apologize to you, or I apologize to you for such short notice. It is now, I think, 1.44 a.m., and I texted him at <laughs> like 12.44 a.m. his time. Well, what do you expect
0: from the guy, poor guy? I expect him to be in bed. <laughs> right. right, and right. if
1: only I would, yeah. I I had a lot of shit to do today, man.
0: Well, yeah, I, I hear you, I hear you. you know, I actually had a lot of stuff that I wanted to ask him.
1: Well, we'll have I'm to bummed. do another show,
0: I know. episode 52. But there's some good stuff in here that pertain to a lot of stuff he's, he's either said in the past or that I wanted to actually ask about but
1: well if he wakes up in the middle of the night and see yeah, that, that would message, be
0: cool that would be really cool if he like somehow like woke up pop- right now popped in and then yeah and then all of a sudden you, you just hear like the zoom room ding i heard right. you guys <laughs> I heard yeah you guys are doing a podcast. hey it's live we do a live interview with peter then at that point
1: right like a call-in thing mm-hmm. groggy peter is still better than i am so hopefully he'll oh. show up today
0: yeah. me included
1: So welcome again. Thanks to Rhonda at RM Management and Dwight at DDGCustoms.com. We appreciate both of you. We're putting a lot of quarters in the jar lately, so we apologize, but we don't. Again, if you're joining us for the first time, we cuss for charity. Habitat for Humanity gets a quarter every time we cuss. And mate, well, I already cussed.
0: (laughs) I was going to say. I I didn't hear anything.
1: (laughs) I threw it in there. I got it. All right. All right. In there. It was far away. I had to pull the the jar a little closer. You're,
0: you're like stuffing towels in it so it doesn't sound. So it yeah. makes no sound. I
1: might have to.
0: That oh. used to be good beer money, by the way. Quarters? Ba- back in the day, yeah. Round up a lot of quarters. You and your buddies, early 20s, and get some I'm, beer.
1: I may or may not have gone to Dime Tappers in Whitewater, Wisconsin when I went to school there. I believe I visited you
0: there. Dime, dime tappers. I recall, recall. or I recall some is what I should say. Some of the action, yes, I recall some of that.
1: Dime tappers, like what were they? Dimes. They were Uh dime, and granted, they were only like eight ounce beers, but so what? They were a dime.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. There's nothing good about that.
1: No, there's a lot good about that. Yeah, actually, what else? Oh, I wanted to say again, always thanks to the folks that have come up and listened to us. So I'm a dumbass. We all know this. If you listen to the show before, I went to Green Bay on Saturday with Mike from Tosa. And I forgot my window clings at home.
0: Oh, that's when you texted me. Yeah, I was so disappointed.
1: Yeah. By the time I remembered that I needed them, we were in like Port Washington. Oh, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. I can't turn around.
0: That's too far. We More talked
1: percent. to some super awesome dudes. So Chris and Adam, if you're listening, we appreciate we had a good time talking to you and drinking sodas and, and eating burgers <laughs> and stuff. We really did. Like we said, I didn't have a seat near Mike from Tosa or his son.
0: Right. <laughs> that <laughs> I was just re- so odd. That was just so odd. <laughs>
1: So i think we're friends but maybe not maybe he just tolerates me i got me a seat so i'm sitting there row 45 in the mm, same end zone that you and i were in for the raider game but row 45 same basic area and i'm sitting there by myself and up walks a kid that wrestled for me back in the day wow yeah And I think he felt sorry for me. So he sat there and, and, you know, talked and listened to me ramble. for.
0: (laughs) Oh, this poor coach.
1: Almost a complete half of football. He sat there and he's like, hey, I'm going to go back by my parents now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm done consoling you.
1: Yeah. I didn't care, man. I was just like, just like watching it when you're at home. Like, I want to concentrate on football. I'm not a very good conversationalist during football games.
0: That was cool,
1: though. Yeah, I had a good time. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to his son, Ross. We had a good time. Hopefully, Ross, you're listening to the podcast. I think we're like 3,300 listens or something like that now. So we're doing good. Good. And all of a sudden, people are following us on Twitter for whatever reason. It's so strange. We've had no, like a, that,
0: so. yes.
1: We've had an influx of people. I don't feel like good. I said anything all that great. But. So let's talk football. Yeah. Sad days today. We watched wow. Devin Funches play really well in week one. And Devin Punches was placed on IR today.
0: So this is news to me. So you got to tell, like I was telling you before, like doing the podcast is good for me because I can actually get news as well while I'm doing the podcast. (laughs) So I got to hear this.
1: He did something to his hamstring in one of the joint practices with the Jets. And for whatever reason, it's, you know, season ending. It it, It is. Well, I mean, he's on IR. So. There's a couple of things. It's not, I shouldn't have said season ending. I don't so think it is. IR it's a is hamstring. Weeks, But it's months. at least eight weeks, right? Oof. So Damn. what I was reading today that it's likely that the Packers and punches will come to some sort of injury settlement. You almost have to. Or do you? Right? I don't know. What do you think about that? Do they let them go and just injury settle I think them so.
0: Off? I think so. As much as I hate to say that. It actually hurts me to say that because he's a he's a good dude and like man business what business is business I don't know I don't know that you hang on
1: I don't know I, I kind of lean the other way I would way. say no I think you keep him on the roster I can see both sides of this but I think maybe you keep him on the roster because if he can come back after eight weeks and he's fully healthy Devin punches who knows who could get hurt in the first eight weeks I don't want to speculate or say anything and get yeah. bad juju for Packer players but. Injuries happen,
0: right? They do. And this one is – if they're saying eight weeks, I think of his position too, right? The explosiveness. He plays receiver. Like, they never come back fully healed and, like, pick up their season where they should have started their season or whatever, right? It's, it's going to linger. It's going to be, a like, a problem. I don't think he's going to add value to the team this year if he does come back. Is it
1: worth it? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of roster spots. There's a lot of things we need. It's like I don't know.
0: If I'm Guttenkrost, I'm, I'm going to make a deal move along. You just let him go it, on some type of terms, right? A buyout, I, or I, I don't know the business behind it, but yeah, I think
1: so. It really takes kind of the intrigue out of the wide receiver thing, right? Malik Taylor now. Oh, we, we got to get to
0: that. We got, we'll get to that. Okay. I have, yeah, an inter- I, I have an interesting th- uh, thing up between Taylor and Bagels. I want to explore a little. Okay.
1: Let's so, talk about that yeah. later. Yeah. They also put Red, uh, Will Redmond on IR with a foot injury. They should just cut that fucking guy. I mean,
0: right. he's not. He's not one of your favorites. I know.
1: He is not. He's <laughs> never. He will never be a fan favorite. He will never be a Dale favorite either. I will forever see him not catching that punt of a an interception and then that turn tied. It probably kept us from going to the Super Bowl, honestly, in Dale's opinion.
0: Yeah. Good riddance, I guess. Or what, So what is his deal? He's on
1: IR with a IR foot injury.
0: Too.
1: They can just let him go. See, if, if anyone should get an injury settlement, it should be him. Bye, Felicia. You can go. Yeah. Go sign with somebody else. I know the Packers are not deep at safety, but I, I could – watch him fly away and I would not care. Right, right. So they had some roster spots open so they signed two scrubs today. <laughs> I don't know how to say it any different. They signed Abdullah Anderson who's been with the Vikings played a couple games and then they signed Steven Denmark who was drafted by the Bears who has never played in an NFL game. You're just going to cut I mean, those two assholes anyway so why why bother? I,
0: I mean you need, you need bodies at practice, right? You have to i mean a, a, as you get rid of some and as long as you're within the correct numbers that the that you have to get to right you still need bodies on the field i mean these guys probably just circulate in their their practice squad they might play who knows how many different teams practice squads in a year
1: they're just um, guys you know right? yeah they
0: just they're on that kind of like rotation like you refer to like the shitty but-
1: yeah they're, they, that's where they belong, but they're in camp right now. I guess, who knows? It's about a 99% that neither one of those clowns will make the roster. So mm-hmm. or, sorry, even brought it up. Mm-hmm. Just a waste of minutes in the podcast. Uh, Kadar Holman got tra- uh, traded to Houston. Seventh round pick. They're getting back. You know, we were talking about Sternberger and I know we'll talk about him later on. But I think if you're going to trade guys, I think the Packers are better off trading guys for picks for next year, rather than grabbing some other clown that they're going to get rid of anyway.
0: Yeah, that to me says, we've seen enough of Kadar Holman. Mm -hmm. He's had his chances. We've spent a lot of time with him. And right now, you know, we talked about this in in the other podcasts. There's so many guys right now in that defensive backfield. They've seen they they haven't seen the improvement. Most likely, they 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 know what they're getting, and they're not getting anything back on, in return with him. So, time to move on. Get a yeah. get a you know, get a seventh pick. Yeah, he's worth. That's all he's worth right now.
1: Right, you're gonna cut him anyway. Right. So, getting a seventh round pick for him, you know, you start to accumulate those later picks, and maybe you move up into the fifth round. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. you get a player that way. I mean, who knows? Yeah. This is unrelated to the Packers, but. I, fucking can't stand the NFL app on my TV. I'm so done with it. (laughs) Like, you click on something and it takes, like, three seconds for it to move or acknowledge that you clicked on something. So then by the time you actually click on, like, get to somewhere, you're like, I didn't click on this shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. Oh, so frustrating.
0: I know. Well, the same thing happened during the Jet game is I couldn't watch it was like locked i got so frustrated that i couldn't see it or view it so then i said bucket and i did a, a purchase of the whole year for like 99 bucks Then i re-logged back in and it still wouldn't let me in and i never ended up seeing it man it's it was ridiculous so then i just canceled the subscription the next day I was like forget it i'm not the nfl
1: like is one of the biggest entities in the country and they can't figure out their their website is crap their app is garbage.
0: <laughs> right.
1: It's like, hire some 18-year-old kids to do your IT shit, and then right. it'll actually work right. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it is. I agree. Look at us being like total tech. Uh,
1: yeah. You, know. you can hire me. I'll tell you what's wrong with your fucking website.
0: I mean, I I'll be do able that. To, <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to fix it, but I'll tell right. you how fucked up it is.
1: I'll hire the 18-year-old <laughs> kid, the, the hacker, to fix your website. Anyway, if you're checking great, in with great. us for the first time, we do talk football from time to time. <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: We're, and here it goes. Trying.
1: Yeah. So remember we were you were talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Madden cover and how yeah, that yeah. might be a big yeah. deal? Yeah. I was just looking at the NFL top 100 where players vote on the top 100 players. You know, and, and Devontae and Rodgers are in the top 10, which is cool and stuff. The biggest snub has gotta be Jair Alexander at 41.
0: Yeah. I don't think I saw that, but I saw the rankings. I did not know that he was
1: 41. 41.
0: That's that is crazy. That is. There are 40 I, better players in
1: the NFL than him. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's that's yeah, that's tough. I, I would think he'd be in the top.
1: And I want to say, Xavier Howard was like twelve or something. He should be top
0: twenty-five, right, Jair? Uh, yeah, I mean, think absolutely. About
1: it, if Xavier right? Howard is top twelve, then Jair Alexander should be right there, right? If he's fifteen or eighteen or something like that. I mean, Xavier Howard was great last year, so I, I, I almost I'm not gonna... think
0: like players who make more money and players who are more marketable. I think move up in that list more so than others and here's here's another example is I bought my son flag football magazine and guess who's on it for this year it's McCaffrey and I'm like huh "Huh." like he didn't play last year but the NFL is still in love with him to sell magazines and will he be a good fantasy football player this year yes of course he will so I I get that angle but it's just kind of like stuff like that where I see it I'm like I don't get it why is McCaffrey on that On that
1: magazine cover. I don't know. I got thoughts, but I'm not gonna say anything. Xavier Howard is 17 and Jalen Ramsey was 13. I mean, do I think that they're in that league? Yeah, I think those guys are that good, but then Jair Alexander is at twenty. You know, if you don't think he's as good, he's at least in the conversation. And putting him at 41.
0: I agree. Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: NFL players are motivated by whatever they're motivated by. So if Jair Alexander Austin is like, "I'm going to stick 41 up your ass,"
0: <laughs> go for it.
1: Can he get better? Yeah, yeah, I suppose he can a little bit. Oh, you dardy. you know
0: he you know he took it personal. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. Sure. You know he did.
1: How can he be better? I don't know, but let's go start picking yeah. balls off. Right, that yeah. that would be the next thing for him. He doesn't have yeah. the gaudy interception numbers.
0: Nobody throws to him. So well, right. Doesn't have a lot of, doesn't have a lot of opportunity there.
1: I know we didn't put this in the notes. I know you're a Kevin King guy. Mm-hmm. They interviewed Kevin King, I want to say two days ago. If you can find it on the Packers site, I will tell you, and we think he's kind of a hood dude, Kevin King mm-hmm. really came across insightful and honest. And totally owned up to the whole NFC championship game. Talked about that.
0: I mean, he was awesome. Wow. He really was. I'm sorry, but I mean, I know I've defended him a lot, but like I don't put that game on him at all. I mean, I honestly think it's a petting thing. If you're going to point fingers, whatever. But I, I just, I don't think he was given the best opportunity in that defense. Uh, with with Patton as coach.
1: Well, the Scotty Miller thing.
0: Neither did anyone. You're
1: you're asking Kevin King to do something he physically cannot do. Right. He can't run with Scotty Miller. He simply can't. And the pass interference thing, whatever. It is what it is. He was beat. He had to do something. Otherwise, that's a touchdown. Yeah. If that pass, I mean, that pass was ass, and I will always say that that was an uncatchable ball. And that's why that should not have been called a penalty. I'm just saying, if you can go back and listen to the Kevin and King interview, I think you would enjoy it. And I think it's really yeah. something insightful. I'll put it up on Facebooks. Should. I'll put it up on the Facebooks yeah. If you are following us on or Twitter or something, too. I'll put it on Twitter too. Really awesome. Really interesting. And I beat up on Kevin King. And I think that he has some limitations that I'm not sure I can get past. And I don't think that he will start for very long. We've talked about this before. But it was pretty awesome. It was an interesting interview. It probably went, I don't know, it was a long one, too. It wasn't like this two minutes, you know, just ask him a simple question. He was up there for a long time. Nice. I'll send it to you. It, it's oh, yeah. worth listening to. I know that wasn't in the, in the notes, but I guess oh, yeah. uh, you have to be smart to play in the NFL. Or you don't stick oh, around. Oh, no, no question. And I don't yeah. know if that segues into our next topic, small slice, but Kamal Martin was cut. This week.
0: Yep. Thoughts on that? Not surprised. My only kind of pain point with him is do you recall what what draft pick he was? Was he a seventh like from Minnesota? No, he was a or he was a higher, head, right? He's a, He's a fifth round pick. He's a fifth round from like Minnesota or something. Yes. The only the, like I said, the, the pain point for me is like that he was a fifth round pick. I Last mean, year. I know. 2020 I know. fifth round pick. I know. And it's like, man, we really wasted a pick there. You know, I didn't think he was a good draft choice at the time that he was drafted. And yeah, that one, that's a thumbs down for Google Cross on, on that one. I just All don't around. understand
1: it. W- what do you think? What? I know he played
0: horribly. Yeah, he, yes. He was terrible. Yes. Yes. Terrible. That, that, that has, there's, and I, I also was thinking too, it's like, I wonder if there's an off, like an off field thing or like a uncoachable, like a. Personality coach, I don't know, like he's not coachable, kind of thing, along with his obvious, you know, a he, he
1: suckiness.
0: Yeah, he sucks and he hasn't progressed. Ugh, yeah,
1: there's sucks, a lot of sucks,
0: things. It sucks, it sucks that we wasted a fifth round pick on him. I That's
1: just the, think it's interesting that you cut a guy, you start to think, like, what is it? Okay, he sucked, right? And he wasn't <laughs> good. But Josh Jackson sucked for three years before they let him go. Yeah. So does it go back to what you just said? Like, is he uncoachable? Like, what is the problem with Kamal Martin that they were ready to shit can him after one year?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Plus, you think they're kind of thin there. Right?
1: Yes. I mean, it's That's not the other part
0: like, of it. Yeah. They're kind of thin, in the, especially in the middle. Like, all right. You want to get rid of him. Who else is left now? Yeah. And, and, and I'm thinking the whole time, I'm thinking they're making room for Matthews. Like, and why not? I know I had to bring this in, but <laughs> I'm telling you right now, who, uh, like, who on the Packers can play the inside or outside? He can play either. He showed that. Versatility-wise, there's nobody better than him. He's definitely better than... Kamal Martin, he's definitely better than Oren Burks or Ty Summers combined. We'll get to their (laughs) idiocy later. I thought when I saw him cut, I was like, ooh, they are bringing in Matthews.
1: And I know that, you know, the coach has to say nice things. I just want to read these quotes because it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) He said, this is Coach Lafleur, Matt Mm Lafleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Kamal was a great teammate and did everything we asked him to do. But sometimes you have to make tough decisions. What? It's yeah. not like you cut him on the last day. You cut him at like eighty-four. He was like number eighty-four on <laughs> the roster. It keeps going. He is a big, long, physical athlete that can really run. He's a great kid and a great person. Well, then what the fuck are you? Cutting <laughs> Who can't him play more? a
0: lick of football? That's the part that they left out is like they didn't mention him (laughs) really being able to play the game of football,
1: which I think
0: is the problem with him. Lost, lost in the sauce. Oh, gosh,
1: I was watching lost (laughs) some plays from the because I I was in person. You can't see shit half the time and you don't know what's going on because it's too there's just too much going on. And you can't rewind it when you're at the game. But there were a couple plays I'm like, whoa, is he running in circles? Like, what is he doing yeah. out there?
0: Yeah. A lot of times with his back turned to the line of scrimmage, you know that's a bad indication. I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, where are you going?
0: Yeah, and like, kind of like, head on a swivel, looking around, like, wait, what? Huh? And that's a lot of Ty Summers and Burks, too. And anyway, I mean, maybe yeah. the
1: three plays that Burks made in the first game, they thought, well, we have more here than we have with Kamal Martin. I don't
0: know. i not surprised to see him go, but...
1: I will say, just to wrap this up with the Kamal Martin thing, I will say that the Packers front office, if you are cutting guys that are no good and you're not holding on to them because they were a draft pick from last year or the year before, I like that. Let's not good. hold on to guys because you're loyal to them because you drafted them in 2020. You know, if if a guy gets cut, like a Jake Hansen gets cut, he was also a 2020 pick. You don't keep guys on your roster because you want to see if they turn into something. When you got something on the roster, that's better.
0: Could what you just said have been what Rodgers went in and told Murphy and Gutenkraus? Could be. Something, Something along those lines for him to come back. And another thing I'd like to see is exactly what you just said it sounds like that could be something new philosophy wise maybe he had some influence in that that this is kind of the new hey the way we're, we're kind of doing business now is like we're not holding on guys forever and making projects out of you you're either gonna just prove yourself or we're moving on we're not waiting around so maybe, maybe that's coming from rogers as well who knows
1: Maybe it is part of the whole ordeal, right? They had this come to Jesus moment where they they change little things that don't make sense. I know this is a different sport, but I have a former wrestler who uh, is a strength and conditioning coach with the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA. I think I've mentioned this before. And I was talking to him this summer and he was like, yeah, coach, we don't develop guys anymore. We just go find a different guy. Right. There and I you know that NBA roster is only 15 or whatever it is, 18 players are yeah. different. They don't draft and develop very often. It's too short of a window. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coaches don't last that long. GMs don't last that long. You don't okay. get time to develop guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're still to even clear that out We're we're still hanging on to a bunch of projects right now makes you wonder about what their, uh, you know, Burks, summers. Who else? There, there, there's quite a few, you know. Kadar Homan, not his fate. Maybe for yeah. some of these others, it's like, hey, you're getting put on notice, man. We're not waiting around for you anymore.
1: Right yeah, and great. So, yeah, I'm
0: Let's all put for the it best too.
1: Fifty-three guys on the roster, yeah. regardless of where they came from.
0: Yeah, I mean, you saw the frustration with Lafleur in the first preseason game, right? Where he was just like, kind of like looking at. I mean, to me too, I think. A lot of like what he's thinking is like that was pissing him off was you guys are out here, you've been playing football your whole lives. This is like your shot, and you're just like the effort level is not there, right? You're playing for your career, you gotta be giving some effort out there.
1: Yeah, you better bring the wood every time, Right. right? So, in this game and in the previous preseason game, the Packers haven't started barely anybody. That's going to start. Josh Myers, yes. Royce Newman, maybe. Uh, Lavondre Campbell, Chris Barnes. Like, There's a few guys here and there, but the main players haven't played. In fact, there were 32 Packers that didn't play something like that. Some stupid high number against the Jets. When I watched some of the highlights, let's let's just move on to the game, the Jets game. When you start to watch it again, when you re-watch it and you're like, oh, Corey Davis is out there. Zach Wilson, who's probably going to start for the Jets at quarterback, is out there against Isaac Yadam. You know what I mean? Like against the guy who's going to get cut. Yeah. Against Kamal Martin, who got cut. Kadar Holman who no longer exists on the Packer roster. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the Packers have not played any real starters, and it is very difficult to see how good the Packers are right now. Yeah,
0: there's really no way of telling because we haven't really seen anything. So let's expected. talk about the
1: guys that did play. Peter's a guy, Kylan Hill, is really a good football player.
0: Unreal. Peter nailed the... That was one of the things i was going to give him credit for was man he really just nailed when he said that that is my favorite draft pick of the packers and for all the reasons that he gave they have to start thinking about where they're going to get this guy in the football field i think it's a, it's a real conversation yeah he's a rookie yeah he was what was he seventh round seventh pick, pick. you know yeah. like we kind of got to get this guy in the football field i think he's got to have the football in his hands a couple times
1: is he one of those guys that starts to move around goes in motion, that Tyler Irvin thing. I wonder. He's a good well, he, football
0: player. Yeah, he can definitely return kicks and punts. Versatile.
1: He's the kickoff guy at 100%, right? That's
0: for sure going to happen. And, like, the way he carries the football when he's a running back and he can catch out of the backfield, I mean, he's mm-hmm. kind of the full package. Everything. I think they have to a, a serious conversation that we be had. In that coach's office, about how they get this guy involved every game.
1: He's got to be involved somehow. And when you have guys like AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones in the backfield, that's yep. going to be tough, right? He's not going to yep. get as many touches. And Dillon looked pretty good. I mean, he I did. know that they're going behind the hodgepodge line, and they don't really have guys out there right now.
0: But I worry that, like his kind of bulldog style, it's so bulldog. <laughs> with Dylan, right? I mean, I just wonder how long he could do something like that career-wise, along with, dude, you don't have to do that.
1: You don't have to you run could, into every guy you see. You could, like, take a, a juke step or something, anything. Looking forward to watching him play. Yeah. And I'm not sure if this guy's ready to go. And you know my thoughts on Jay Sternberger. He played quite a bit, again, yeah. In this game, and I don't know what to think about that. I kind of feel like I think they're showcasing them to let them go. I know Maybe. that's probably not the case, but that's
0: that's how I look at it. He had the one pretty bad drop.
1: Was that right away? Was that like it was, a, it was behind? It, it was, was behind him, but it was the only place that Benker could throw the ball. Yeah. And he,
0: so, it but you, it was a catch. Like you got to make that catch. It yeah. wasn't like one of those ones that's so far out of the zone where you're not expected to catch that ball. Like you're in the NFL, that ball where he put it, you're expected to catch that one.
1: Yeah, it had to um, be there. Yeah. I mean, that, that was where the throw had to be, and you got to make that
0: play. And I don't like that he does. It, he's like a very – he doesn't want to get involved in blocking. He He's very – like he does not like that role. If he's got a down block or something, he's he's not an effective blocker. He's really all, a slot
1: man. guy. That's all I love. at if that,
0: he's like probably too slow. Stand yeah. up
1: at the, at the line of scrimmage, tight end. Yeah. He's not going to block guys. Not complete. I, I'm with you on the, I think he has a place in the NFL. I just don't think it's with the Green Bay Packers. And honestly, what you said last week, we should be dealing him. I don't think oh. we should wait till he's suspended. Let's deal him now. And I really think that's what they're trying to do.
0: And maybe he's another one of those. Yeah. people that we're hanging on to that we're not going to continue a project with. Maybe he's another one of them in the hat.
1: I'm ready for it to see him go. I've said it a million times on this show. Yeah. So we'll see what happens because at some point they got to get down to 53. You know, he can't, there's no way he goes to the practice squad and survives. So I think the only way to get value for him is to let him go. So I, we talked about Kurt Benker last week too. Played quite a bit in this game. And what, do you, what are your thoughts? Because I already know how I feel about him. What do you think about Kurt Benker?
0: I thought he had a much better game, personally. He looked more confident. He looked like he had control of the offense. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He throws a decent ball. I had very little good to say about the offensive side. I also didn't concentrate a whole lot on the offensive side, to be quite honest, because it was kind of boring. I was really looking more on the defense. But uh, one of the things I did see was I I thought Banker was like, I was like, oh, damn. He's not terrible. He's kind of good. He's, he's not bad. And he wears number seven. That's why all the Packer parents love him. Like, he's the next Magic Man or something.
1: I put that yeah. on Twitter. It's funny you say that. I know you don't look at our Twitter <laughs> account. But not only does he wear the same number, he went to the same college. They both went to the University of Virginia. Oh, and he go. sort of looks like him.
0: Yeah. He's kind like of in the, the way He runs and
1: yeah. the kind of the way that he throws the football. I, right. Definitely the Magic Man 2.0, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I thought he's playing well. I thought he
1: looked good. Does he make the team or does he end up on the practice clock? If they go three, yeah. Do you think they go three? That's what I'm asking you. Um, I, I think you
0: have to still. To, you know, especially with the, I mean, the Jordan Love shoulder situation right now. They're going to protect their investment. And who knows how bad it, the severity really is. I mean, who knows? I, I think you have to as an insurance policy is to keep Baker around. So,
1: You know who may get caught? Tim Boyle. That's the rumor that Boyle oh, may really? get cut. Now, granted, if you get cut in Detroit, do you really want him back in Green Bay? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. Oh, uh,
0: well, geez. Is Boyle better than Banker?
1: You put Boyle back on the roster only if you think Jordan Love is not ready to be your two. That makes because sense. Because at this point, I really like, and I told you, I like Kurt Banker, and I think he's a super dude. I think that they're going to have to put him on the practice squad because I think that it's just too. There's too many other places where we need to stash guys. Is Kurt Benkert a player, and might he get snatched off the practice squad? Yeah, yeah, he might. Yep, he can clearly play,
0: and he can, and he's going to get a, a ton more looks uh, this week too. Game three. So.
1: Yeah, he's going to get to play again. It he's depends on, on Love's injury, right? His injury is going yep. to really. Kind of yep. determined Benkert's future. He was back at practice. Jordan Love, so okay. there's that back at practice. I I don't know. I'd like to see Benkert make the 53 because he's a super guy. But you don't make the 53 because you're a
0: good guy. Yeah, you well, make it because you can actually do your job. Yeah, right.
1: So now with Devin Funches out, it really opens up a spot for somebody else.
0: Absolutely. At least that's what we're projecting. Yeah. Who do you well, think? It you know, is? I mean, for
1: yeah. So then, I
0: think, I think in this game, again, um, offensive side, I didn't really, you know, have a lot to say other than I did notice that there was almost like the battle was going on between Malik Taylor and um, Reggie Begelton. Both were playing well. Both looked apart. Both both were making some catches and produced in this game. So it's hard to say, like. You know Taylor is obviously just the only difference I can see in the two is is how they fit like body physique wise. Taylor's much bigger, mm-hmm. right? He's much more. He's probably almost like a funchus size. So he's thick.
1: He's a thick dude. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah. my my thing on him is like, as I was watching the game, I started thinking if they want the size and they want to replace that t- kind of body type, then Taylor's your guy clearly. But my thing to him is. He had his chance last year already. And I, I, in my opinion, from the year that he had last year and and the, the, the balls that he got and his participation in the field, I think he blew it. Now you're taking a risk. Beggleton has improved himself in, in the NFL on a starting roster. Do you roll the dice and try to give it to Beggleton? So it's it's gotten complicated
1: you know i am a little concerned with malik taylor as yes he played well on offense in this Mm -hmm. game he he had a nice game against the jets and he is a special teams guy right he is one of the special teams guys so that's going to give him some value but it goes back to what you said i don't remember when it was malik taylor when the lights are the brightest yeah. I think he gets a little he doesn't he looks tentative yep. out there. Yep. He does. You, you don't have time for tentative. I you know. can be tentative on an eight and eight team because you know you're not gonna lose the game on that one play and it, that costs you a Super Bowl berth. I it's think he's be going tight. to make the roster. I think okay. Malik Taylor will be the sixth guy, and I do not think they keep seven now that punches is hurt. I think it's six guy, six wide receivers make the roster.
0: I'd like to see Bagleton. Uh, Begleton also had in this game, by the way, he had a really nice, I think it was a punt return. Was it a punt or a kick? Did you see that? The, he, he, oh. he kind of busted one out. I, I don't have stats in front of me. Full I disclaimer. Returns were. I, oh, that's right. You were drinking soda. Drinking soda,
1: and we left uh, midway through the third it. quarter.
0: Oh, really? So I think I have it here on returns. Uh, punt returns, Bagleton. So he had two for thirty-five yards. So he averaged seventeen point five yards on punt returns. Mm. Not bad. I mean, not great, but I'm I'm just saying, like he but no, he, like, he looked like a ball runner. The
1: problem you know I mean? with that. The problem really? with the yeah is but, that that's Amari Rogers' job. You know, I, I, can no, Bagleton be, be a gunner? Because that's you, you need to get you need a guy that can go down and make a tackle on a punt return. Go down and make a tackle on a kick return. Really, that is a prime position with the Green Bay Packers right now.
0: Can Because no one can play it because they all suck. Yeah. Right? They do. They all fucking suck.
1: Yeah. So
0: it is, I think, if if you want to get into the NFL and you're, you know, onto the squad, that's your in.
1: Yeah, go punch somebody in the mouth.
0: Get on a return or a coverage team.
1: I agree. I, I'm just saying, like, I, can Begleton do it? It's a question. I don't have an answer for well, it. I think they need to give him the opportunity in this game. Absolutely. Let him go out there and be a gunner on punt returns. Let him be on kick coverage teams.
0: Let's see what he can do. Yeah. I call it even, that game. Begleton versus Taylor. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go even. So, we'll next podcast, we'll remember to update yeah. how, they, how both were in this upcoming game. But, yeah, it's going to be tight.
1: Yeah, i will like to see what he does. It should be interesting because, yes, he's played well in the preseason. Does that mean he's progressing? Possibly, Malik yeah. Taylor. Or is he just that 4A guy who's really good in the preseason and when the lights go bright, he's nothing?
0: And another guy that we're hanging on to. Back to the new philosophy thing. So, I who knows?
1: So let's move on. They both yeah. had decent games, in your opinion. I didn't yeah. see as much of Begleton as I probably should have. But they're both trailing behind Amari Rodgers.
0: Dude, he, to me, it looks like he's been, he's got a few years under his belt already in the NFL. Like he had that sort of on-field presence where it's like he doesn't, he doesn't have any of the like rookiness uh, to him. Like he looks like a polished dude. Like he's been playing a, a couple of years in the NFL already. That was like the only thing I could think of with him. He had another solid game. I mean, he's a great, great football player.
1: It's interesting you say that because I was trying to watch him at the game. I tried to focus on certain guys and he was one of them. I don't know that he gets the separation that I'd like. That makes me a little nervous is that he cannot separate from guys. He's not fast. We've talked about this before. He's going to have to use his feet efficiently and, you know, be quick at the line of scrimmage to be able to get away from guys. I worry that he can't.
0: We'll see. I want no. him to because he was my favorite pick of all the draft picks this year. I think he's the real deal, man. I think him and him and Kylan Hill have to find their way onto the football field this year. I hope that he's great. I, it's you a know great I want problem to, to be have yes. for Lafleur, Le, I mean, this is a great problem. Kylan Hill is a great problem
1: yes right Good guy in the seventh round
0: these are all good problems to have so even even the taylor versus bagelton showdown that's good to have yes right all all that stuff's good to have
1: in the running back room we'll just say this dexter williams we we all want him the average cheese wants dexter williams to be cut not that he's a bad dude but he's number five or whatever on the depth chart. There's no reason to keep Dexter Williams, even on the practice squad, in my opinion.
0: Zero value on the special teams as well. We we know he's he's not a good special teams player, probably mostly because he don't want to be there. I think he wants to be a running back, and that's all he wants to play, and that's all he's ever wanted to play, and he can't find his way on it. So, Time to go. I think so. I think it is too, and the other observation I had on him was, it, he just gets tackled easily. He's like a one, one hit down kind of guy. Like, yeah, uh, he's it not going to put his hand see, on the ground
1: and try to stay up or anything. No
0: stiff you know, arms. It's yeah. just it, there's no, you know, at the point of impact, there's no shake and bake. There's there's no nothing really from him. It's just like oh, I'll
1: and tackle. he's tackled. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Exactly. I, I, I think, again, I, was he a project? Another Notre Dame Yeah, he was guy? a six-round
1: pick. So it's yeah. like it didn't work out. Time to go. Yeah. Let's move on to defense. Your buddy Tyler Lancaster, I think, has found his replacement in Jack Heflin.
0: Yeah.
1: It yeah. goes back to what you guys have said, both you and Peter. We've already seen this show before. We've I already know. seen what Tyler Lancaster can do. We know what his limitations are. We don't know what Heflin can do. He's the younger version, cheaper probably, cheaper version of Tyler Lancaster. He hustles. He made a really nice play in this game. Or was it this game or the last game where he ran down the the back on a
0: screen play? I think I saw him do something similar in this game too. It might have been this game. I can't
1: remember. Yeah, I think it was last game.
0: I think think he's had, in in each game, he's had a similar play. Okay. in, In each of those games. I mean, but he's... He seems to be involved a lot. Like, I, I didn't even know the first couple times when they were talk, uh, saying this guy's name. Like, who? What do you mean? Yeah. You know, like, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, it's from Iowa and all that stuff. And I'm like, huh, well, he, he looks decent.
1: I, He's a good story, yeah. too. I was listening to I don't remember who on the radio. Heflin had no D1 scholarship offers. Really? He walked on at northern Iowa northern Illinois, excuse me, and then ended up at Iowa, I think, as a grad transfer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And now he's playing in the NFL. Well,
0: oh, that's quite the that's a steep path.
1: That, that's a real quick steep learning curve. Yeah. For sure. Jeez. He's a guy that Packer fans can get behind,
0: right? Oh, for no doubt.
1: For sure, okay, that kind no, of yeah. story. We love that
0: kind of stuff. Yeah, and is he an upgrade to Lancaster right now? He might well, be. He, he's got my vote.
1: Mine too, because you don't know what his upside is. Yeah. You know what Tyler Lancaster's upside is, and it's not very high. So why not? Why not see what Heflin can do? I mean, it, it's it's that simple. So to me, okay. I keep him on the roster for sure. He played well in this game.
0: You guys him. So yeah, you
1: watched him, right? Yeah. And we were in the end zone, so that was really a pretty good vantage point to watch the line play. Dude is violent at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, He is a violent. He's still slow off the ball. Like I don't think he reads the snap as quickly as he should. But when he does come off the ball, that dude has violent hands. Okay. I still think it's interesting that he's playing on the end.
0: He did. It was the right end or something, wasn't it?
1: He was on the left end when I watched him, but he has played end in both games. I do not think that's where he belongs. He played both at the one technique and the three, so he played at the defensive end spot and the nose tackle position in this game. Really? I mean, I didn't even
0: notice that. I would think he's probably better over top of the football
1: because he's not real lateral. He's not going to move laterally well, but he will put his his hands in somebody and move them backwards. I'm looking forward to seeing when him and Kenny Clark are next to each other, what kind of thing they can do. And if he's a player, then does that open up like the four-man line? Do you know what I mean? Can we play a four-man line? I mean, it looks like that Joe Barry is going to do things a little more creatively than Mike Pettin did, and you're going to see more of a variation out there. If he has some lateral movement, then maybe it's 4-3 type. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Slayton and Kenny Clark are, no, are defensive tackles. They kind of slide to that that defensive tackle position. And then you got Kiki. I don't know. There's a lot yeah. of stuff you can do if Slayton's a player because you didn't have that with Dean Lowry and Tyler Lancaster and any of the other yeah. schmucks that went in there. No. Should be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah it will be. And you mentioned Kiki. I, th- I thought he had a nice game in this yeah. game. Kind of expected a bit more based on the competition he was going up against. So I was kind of like looking for a little bit more pop or something, but it didn't, that kind of didn't happen, but it did make some plays, but nothing like.
1: Yeah, that. we'll I see. Lo- I was looking
0: for more. Let's put that
1: one. Eric Stokes had some nice plays in this game. And interestingly enough, Corey they Davis, did. like I said this before, Corey, they, the Jets had some of their ones in there. Yeah, they did. But Corey they did. Davis had like, he played like a quarter and a half, if I'm not mistaken. He was in there for a long time. So Stokes is getting nice reps against real players, like guys he's gonna see real pros. He, yeah. yeah. Not just guys that are gonna be bagging groceries in a couple of days. So that's yeah. good to see. Yeah, I thought he didn't he had, he had
0: one it, he had it a looked like up, he, I know. He had a pass breakup where he was like diving or something, but it was it was nice. But where does he fit? We've talked about it before. Where does it fit? He's a nice problem now. He's not disappointed.
1: He's going to be on the field at some point, and he's going to be a player. At least it looks yeah. like it right now. Let's move on to some of the bad stuff because there was some bad stuff in this game too.
0: Overall, I thought that you know, going down to the last point first, but I thought just thought like there was no run defense really at all in this, and and zero pass rush either. I didn't think they had much pressure on on the Jets at all in this, and it, it just. It wasn't a good effort. It, it, it wasn't a good game defensively for the Packers at all, just in general. It, it didn't look good.
1: And, again, it's hard to it know is. what they're going to look like. Right. You know? Right. No yeah. Zedaria Smith, no Preston Smith, no Sean Gary. It's Teepan. And they said it's something. They didn't say Nale. They said, like, Gallier. Like, they, nobody knows how to fucking say that right. guy. Even on the TV. And, well,
0: even, like – I mean, even in these preseasons, like, you know, in years, the way you would coach these games is like, you'd have to like, not show all your cards, but you'd have to kind of show some, yeah, or like some, some variation of something. So you're not giving away all your, all your trade secrets. Right. But now, now that they've shortened it down to three games and players are just like, and organizations are like, all right, we're not playing our starters, you know, like it's just become like an evaluation of talent. For, for preseason now, it's not yeah. even like that. I mean, these these other players aren't even even playing. Anymore.
1: I mean, you look at the edge rushers in this game: fifty Teepa, Delante Scott, mm, Jonathan Garvin.
0: He, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought Garvin was really really bad in this game, and seeing that um, uh, what's his name got cut. Um,
1: that Martin got cut.
0: Yeah that Martin got cut, I was like, God, I almost think Garvin's worse. I really. Well, he's, he's less
1: versatile. He can't play inside. We know that oh. for
0: sure. Gosh, he, he just looks terrible. I mean, terrible.
1: Young guys that rush the passer, Jonathan Garvin, Delante Scott, those kind of guys, like they don't have anything in their bag, like no yep. tricks in their bag. It's almost like in college, I was so much more athletic than the guy across from me that I was just able to whip his tail no matter what I did. I could run by him, you know, maybe arm under or something, but I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to set guys up. And now they get to the, into the league and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I just yeah. run into the tackle and he engulfs me and I don't get anywhere.
0: I don't have to say, and I mean, I've gotten on this guy a million times on, I don't know how many podcasts, but like, and and I don't mean this personally, but like I don't understand how Ty Silvers is in the NFL. I mean, I really, really do not understand it whatsoever. The first touchdown. Did did you see a replay of that?
1: Yeah. Wow. He, yeah.
0: He, he had no idea where he didn't he drop at all. Like um, Yeah, it was over before he even realized what was going on.
1: Yeah, you can't time. have a five yard drop, buddy. Yeah, like did he get the tight, by already, the, the tight end already?
0: The tight end has already caught it before he realized. Yeah, oops, it was terrible. I cannot watch him. It I goes know. back to the
1: whole Kamal Martin thing. I just don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, how I don't know
0: how Summers is better than any of them, or why he why they're Burks. keeping him around. He's yeah, same story with Burks, and neither one contribute on special teams. They've both proven they're not a, they're liabilities on special teams. They're not even. Average. What value do those two guys even have at this point? I don't get it.
1: Speaking of special teams, you have something interesting that I saw yeah. in the game that you also commented on here. Yeah. That J.K. Scott gives away where he's punting the football.
0: Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, you remember last podcast I commented about like the hometown announcers, which I still right now don't even know what their names are um yeah, <laughs> they're and really good. And something the, yeah so whoever's doing the nfl uh thing but anyways um so yeah he was like he said that like right before he punted the football i caught it and i was like you're right because the, the returner is was already standing in that corner standing on the corner of that sideline waiting for the punt and it's like dude what are you doing
1: yes. giving that away
0: 100 how does a special teams coach not pick that up, and an announcer picks it up, or you pick it up in the stands, and a special teams coach doesn't pick that up. That's a big issue. Giving that away, they set up zone. the coverage for success at all. You're setting um, up
1: the return. You're telling 20. guys, I don't understand it at all. I, I, you know, you but, hope that they're practicing things. Like that's the only I'm tr- I'm trying to find Maybe. a positive in it. But Maybe. We, we were in the end zone. You could clearly see that J.K. Scott was going to punt it to that corner. The guy was already standing there. He was like eight yards from the end line. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: He, he, was, he was eight yards from the there. out of
1: bounds line too. Like he, so he was like, "What the? F-?
0: If the returner is center of the field and you're lined up like you're in the center of the field, and you know, there's no reason for you to angle a kick, yeah." the returner has to play neutral, right? Which is you split the difference. You're and they can set center. up a return. Right. You're dead center waiting. Now you're hoping, you know, when you actually make contact with the football and you bomb it and you try to pin it to a sideline, you're hoping that that lateral movement, maybe he bobbles the football, right? He's already going to try to catch it on the run. There could be a problem with that. And the worst or even just as equal Outcome is it goes out out of the sideline. Those are the two scenarios that you want. But if you're already giving that away and the guy is not even moving, he's just static waiting on the sideline because you're pointing that direction. That's a fucking problem. I
1: hope it changes, right? Like, good God, it can't get, we said last week, it can't get any worse and it got worse.
0: It did. I, I, I mean, there was the, so the Jets had two guys, and i believe it was kick returns so they had one guy had two two returns for 43 yards total and another guy had a had a kick return for 73 not getting much better getting worse getting worse on the special teams i have to wonder is the special teams coach already in some hot water maybe i mean do you change out a coach before, right at the beginning of the season
1: I don't know. But in his defense, and I'm just going to defend him in the preseason and hope things get better. <laughs> if you have your second and third stringers playing defense, then you, it's your fourth and fifth guy on special teams. Like Carlo Kemp is out there on kick returns. <laughs> that dude ain't making a team. There ain't no way. It looks like his pants don't even fit him. <laughs>
0: Likely they don't.
1: You know, so I'm hoping that it's just a talent issue that they don't have any – they got all their fourth and fifth. You know, we're going to be bagging groceries next after the next week's game um, on special teams, but it's really hard to watch.
0: Nothing new there. Oh, um, I was going to throw in, too, is – it was cool. Like, uh, you know, because I watch it on the replay, there's no – you don't see the full interviews because you're not really watching the full game. You're just seeing whistle-to-whistle. And, like, when they were doing – from what I saw at the Jair, uh, interview, it was like, he was like getting interviewed by the, you know, the hometown guys. And he's like, he's like, he's looking up at he's, he's watching the game as he's like taking questions and stuff. Like he's like, Ooh, that was a nice catch. I, I don't care. I remember who it was or, or whatever, but like, it was just kind of cool. I was like, man, that, like that guy, he's not just there on the sideline. You know what I mean? Like he's involved. He, yeah. He's yeah. His, his head's in it in this like he's doing an interview like yep i'll answer you guys questions. ooh, did you see that catch <laughs> like he, he's watching <laughs> you know what i mean it was it was pretty cool just to see his kind of character come through like that but i i thought that was kind of neat
1: awesome
0: during the game so and then the other thing i thought of too is like and again i had this on i think i watched the game in like 37 minutes on nfl network on the on the rewind because uh, they take everything out but uh the end of the game man it was rough I can see why you left it was rough to watch I mean from in uh, you know not any better on the Jets side either but it was just like it was pretty tough to watch Bad I was football. just like when is this over yeah like I don't even care
1: the only so. reason to watch the end of the game was that guy that played for the Jets Morgan at quarterback is a Green Bay native that's the only reason that I wanted to stay because I was hoping he'd get in the game it's pretty cool that I mean, he's not going to make their roster, so it's right. cool that he got a chance, a Green Bay kid, to come back and play a game in Green Bay, albeit for the Jets, but that doesn't matter. He played at Lambeau Field, and that's stuff that, shoot, almost every kid that loves football in Wisconsin dreams of. So, well, I can imagine. Let's talk quick about next week before we move on. Next episode, episode 52. Should it be the Rashawn Gary episode? No, nah, he's a current player. That'd be weird. Oh, come on.
0: There's only 152. <laughs> break hopefully he's hopefully he will be announcing his new contract
1: if clay matthews well he's probably going to be episode 52 anyway he is episode okay he is 52 (laughs) what was today i don't think i ever said it it's the jim ringo jim ringo 51
0: famous backer. but
1: in episode 52 we're going to talk a little bit more about jordan love
0: see where his progress is with the shoulder that's good
1: yeah He needs to play, right? Jordan Love Mm -hmm. needs to play in this game. Unless he is very injured, he needs to play in this game for many reasons. They're in
0: an interesting predicament here, the front office and the medical staff. Protect your future investment that you're holding on to. Or is one preseason game going to be worth it? So he can get some reps just to sit on the sidelines for another year or two or indefinitely. I don't know. That's tough.
1: Because Dologallo played what? He got one pass in the Jets game? Yeah. And he hasn't been cut. So you start to think, are they holding on to him? Because they don't know what's going to happen with love. He's not making the roster. So you start thinking, hmm, right. what's going on there? And, and Gallo's one, one pass was an interception. So yeah, he's sold. <laughs> that's no good. So, yeah, I guess that's it good to catch up yeah man it's good talking to you so thanks for listening to episode 51 of the average cheese podcast go pack go go pack go